This is the Tao of Christ, and I am Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. Others call it non-dual awareness, liberation, enlightenment, or spiritual awakening. It is the heart of all spiritual traditions. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. News is addictive. For that reason, I stopped watching television news, which is the worst type of news, years ago. I never watch the news. The only exception is at noontime we'll watch the weather on the local station and we might catch some of the the headlines for international international news, but that's all. But I read the news every day. Even reading the news is disturbing. There are a number of stories that are disturbing at the moment. One of the big ones is the the Gaza war, the Hamas attack upon Israel and the subsequent Israeli attacks on the Gaza and the ramifications of this for the region and around the world and all the human suffering that is happening. For many people, news like this is stressful. I read a Time magazine article the other day entitled, Where to Seek Help If the Israel-Hamas War is Impacting Your Mental Health. It goes on to say that, of course, the war is traumatic for those who are directly experiencing it, but it's also difficult for journalists who are covering it and ordinary people who experience it through the work of the journalists. I see this stress in people that I know. I see it in family. I see it in friends. I see it in church when people voice prayer concerns. Another issue in the news is the Ukraine war. And of course there are a lot many other issues. Of course there's the regular senseless mass shootings that happen on a regular basis. One of the big issues is the discord in American politics, the January 6th mobbing of the Capitol building, which is still playing out in all sorts of ways, including the the court cases of our former president. Here in New Hampshire, we are in the presidential primary season. Every candidate came to New Hampshire this week to register to be on the ballot. Everyone except our current president who's skipping it. And then in addition to this presidential politics is the ongoing culture wars. Political opinions affect churches and divide churches. They divide families. And it's only going to get worse in the coming year until the 2024 general election. Then, might not even stop then, then we'll see what happens between election day and inauguration day next year. How does non-dual spirituality address this? How does Christian non-duality deal with this? I approach the news differently than most of my Christian sisters and brothers. They are taking sides. 
the more conservative Christians are taking the side of Israel in this war and the side of the Republicans in politics, the more progressive Christians are voicing the concerns of the Palestinians and they tend to be Democrats or independents. And these two sides are battling it out. In other words, it's very dualistic. Everything is seen in terms of us versus them. Right and wrong, good and evil, good guys and bad guys. The us versus them mentality is present in so many countries these days. An antagonistic view of the world is destroying the Holy Land. It is also destroying the United States from within and threatening to undo our democracy. Our brothers and sisters are seen as enemies. Our common humanity is lost among religious, moral, and political differences. There is another way to view the world that is rooted not in a dualistic mentality, but in a non-dual perspective. When I see what is happening today, I see yin and yang, opposing forces that are still part of a bigger unity. I see Israelis and Palestinians as two sides of a greater process. I see Democrats and Republicans, progressives and conservatives as two sides of the same coin. And I see myself in both sides. That is who I really am. Spiritually, I know that I am one with the people on both sides of this conflict in the Middle East. Humanity is one. God is one. Both the Shema of Israel and the Shahada of Islam profess this truth that God is one. Jesus said, that we are one with God. This is not just a spiritual platitude. This is an experiential reality. I am an Israeli and I am a Palestinian. I'm a Jew, Republican and a Democrat. I am the liberal and the conservative. That's because there is one self which we call God and we are all one with that one self. Our separate selves are manifestations of this one self. The individual selves are formed by history, culture, religion, genes, and family. And in the process, we become convinced, I would say, we become deceived by our cultures and by our religions and by our political parties into thinking that we are different from those in other cultures and religious and ethnic groups and in political parties, but in essence, we are not. It doesn't take a lot of imagination to imagine that if I had been born in Gaza to a Muslim family, I would see things very different than I do today. If I had been born a Jew to a Hasidic family in Jerusalem or to a, a settler family in the West Bank, I would think differently than I do today. If I was born female or gay, I would have very different experiences, but I would still be me. 
even though I would have different religious, moral, political beliefs and loyalties, I would in essence be the same. That is because we are all the same under all the differences. We are the one world soul, if you want to call it this, the oversoul, as the transcendentalists, and especially Emerson, called it. That is not Jew or Muslim, male or female, gay or straight, Democrat or Republican, conservative or liberal. When we step out of our conditioning and see that we are not a product of our conditioning, then we see this clearly. And the result is compassion for all, all those who are lost in their conditioning and cannot rise above it. Now, that does not mean that we detach ourselves from the world, although some may choose to do that. It doesn't mean that we do not speak and work for what we believe is right, for freedom and justice and peace and to the end of suffering. Not to act in a just way is itself to act. Everybody has to act, just like we have to, to eat and to drink and to breathe. That is what we do as humans. We play our roles. We play our roles in history. That's what the Hebrew prophets taught me. They were people who spoke from God consciousness with the voice of God, but they spoke for justice and mercy and peace. Thomas Merton taught me that as well. We can do this because we rise above the world without being cut off from the world. That's the symbolic meaning of the ascension of Christ, to rise above our human condition and conditioning. And this happens by grace. It comes from direct experience of the divine. And it is not the possession of any one spiritual or religious tradition. Now, some Eastern spiritual traditions seem to articulate this more clearly, but it is present even in more dualistic Western religions, like Judaism and Christianity and Islam. They all have mystical branches that see the non-dual reality, the heart of the universe, and in our hearts. This mystical insight into the essential unity of humankind and God in the universe is the only real hope for peace on earth and for justice on earth and for an end of suffering on earth. It is the only way that we can love our neighbor as ourselves because we know that they literally are ourselves. Without direct knowledge and experience of oneness, we're going to just keep fighting each other until somebody decides to use the nuclear option or until we destroy our natural environment beyond recovery or until we release some biological pathogen that will cause a deadly epidemic 
that will encircle the earth or some other apocalyptic scenario. And if that happens, that will be the end of the human race. But even if humans destroy ourselves, what we really are will not die because it is not subject to time and space. The death of us as individuals or the death of us as a human race or the death of the earth or the universe cannot touch our deathless nature. To live out of that deathless nature means compassion for other beings. That includes those who are suffering in wars or in any other way. It includes compassion for those who consider us their enemies. That's why Jesus told us to love our enemies, which is no growth of loving God with all of our heart and loving our neighbor as ourselves. When we understand ourselves to be this one non-dual reality, then we act in accord with this compassion and with this love. That is the non-dual perspective that I look from as I read the news each day. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.